Welcome back to the podcast, where it's anything but the norm. Here to have combos only found in the dorm. I'm your host, Tyler Gentry. With me, my co-host, Patrick Farrell. And our special guest today. I'm David Barbier Jr. So yeah, you know, today is our second uh, guest episode. I'm very excited to have David on the show. Uh, he's a senior here at uh, Syracuse, you know, and Newhouse, you know, Newhouse, sir. Yeah, I throw in the <laughs> Maxwell, too, because I am dual. Oh, you're dual. Oh, okay. What are your majors? Uh, TV, radio, and film with a dual major in international relations. See, the thing Damn. is, like, people, like, be beefing with, like, Newhouse kids because they always talk about, like, the funding and everything that, like, we get versus them. Like, do you feel like you get, like, hate for being, like, a Newhouse kid in Maxwell? So I wasn't actually Newhouse when I got to Syracuse. Oh. I applied, and I wanted to be dual, and Newhouse denied me. Okay. Um, so I feel like the hurt of, like, not being a Newhouse. Yeah. But then, like, actually being in Newhouse, I'm like, yo, this shit's badass. Usually everybody that here has, like, Newhouse hate ends up, like, minoring in some capacity. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> like, everybody, like, people want to be a part of it. Like, it's a good school. Yeah. I mean, I don't think too much about it, but it's like, it is what it is. But, yeah, though. No. Either way, happy to have you. <laughs> um, not trying to stir any uh, pots with that. But uh, today, you know, we're here uh, to talk about some Grammy nominations. You know, Ooh. this awful weather um and yeah kind of enjoy another dorm talk with our new guest but first i wanted to talk about you ready for it syracuse news so, oh no so we do this thing called syracuse news right and we'll just Q's talk about news. oh yeah q's news yes q's news q's uh, news flash q's news <laughs> please please edit something yeah, yeah. on that <laughs> I'll, I'll put, put something <laughs> yeah um, q's news flash so for q's news like what were you guys doing on Friday when it came to like that huge winter blizzard? You really want to know? What do you like? What was he doing? I was I was inside, bro. I was planning to stay inside until I got a call and I was like, "We got an alumni on campus and we need you to come give this tour." That you had to like walk. I drove. You drove. I drove, to, <laughs> you I, drove? I, I, yeah, I was like, my car did a little slippy slip. I said, "No, bro," but I just want you to know that. I really intended to stay inside. No, I was done. But um, the world had other plans. Yeah, no, it it was pretty bad. Like I know That's Patrick, wild. you were probably inside all day yeah, too. Yeah, I was supposed to go out. It was what like negative twenty. So it was cold. Even on uh, even yesterday, it was pretty cold. Like I've been inside all weekend. Honestly, it's been freezing. Yeah, it's been a cold weekend. Yeah. A super cold weekend. Um. Yeah, I was like, why the hell am I outside? <laughs> I mean, I, I only did it because it's like my scholarship program, and like they said, yeah, yeah. I was like, I gotta go. Mm. But if I had, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't have been outside. See, the thing is, like, a lot of people, especially like on the tab, right? Like, a lot of people been like getting hurt and everything yeah. uh, with like the ice, and it's like so crazy because. Is the tab like this, like a Syracuse, like funny meme page or something? I mean, yeah, what? Yeah. You don't I, know I feel tab. like I know oh, what it is, like, but I'm like, there's like a Syracuse meme page. There's like so many different, like, yeah, funny yeah, yeah. content pages. Nah, the tab, I would say, is like probably like the main, like, thing that okay. everybody, like, follows on it. Uh, but yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Like, so many people is bad like and the thing is i don't remember it being like this my freshman year because like what was it only like negative five? it was never this cold last it was year. bad yo never. and it's crazy because the locals they'll be like yeah this is a pretty warm year this year and i'm Wait, like stop the cap like <laughs> y'all know it's cold as hell yeah i don't know i i don't understand i hope that. nobody was saying that on friday and saturday no no, no <laughs> okay definitely. no like, I didn't even touch outside i'm like yeah i'm not getting frostbite trying to walk home and do whatever i'm like yeah i'm 
I'm good. <laughs> I'm super good. But, I mean, you know, at least we have, like, it feels warm now. Like, was it, like, 40-something degrees? I don't know, bro. I'm from Miami. Everything is just cold to me. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Wait, no. Tell us. Tell it was, us like, the, real uh, nice out today, honestly. It was, like, 43. It, it was. I was like, wearing shorts this morning. I didn't care. Like, I mean, in comparison I to, like, what we had recently. Like, yeah, exactly. But, like, Miami, like, okay, so I've never been to Miami. So, Miami's, like, what, like, 70 all the time or some shit like that? Miami's, like, a cool, like, 70, 80. My mess around and catch 90. It's too hot. Too hot. Too hot. What is it like in... Do you know... I never really asked you what the weather's like in Cleveland. Because you're, like you're from Cleveland. I mean, like, this is definitely colder. And there's, like, a little bit more snow. But it's very similar. I mean, I'm from Jersey. So, like, Jersey is, like... You know, it's... Is it like this pretty much? Like, in terms it, of weather? It never gets negative. We, like... The lowest is 20. Okay. And then, like... That's, like, bare, like... Does snow be piling in Jersey like this? It depends. It's like every other year or something like that. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, like, you come up here to Syracuse and it's like, wow, this is this is bad. Like, this is really bad. Um, but then you go back <laughs> home and I'm seeing like 60 degrees on my phone. I'm like, bro, like, why am I here right now? <laughs> like, is the education really worth it? You're like, here for Bandier. Yeah, I am here for Bandier. We're here for that new house education. Shout out, new house. Shout out. You know. Not this close. <laughs> no, I also got to shout out arts and sciences because Maxwell is like partnered with arts and sciences. So, oh, dude. You know, shout out all the schools fine. today. Yeah. Everybody's so, getting love. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, also besides like the winter freeze, there's also been the basketball team that's been kind of iffy. I mean, I don't know how much you guys follow the basketball team or not. I don't follow it that much, but every time I'm like, because I work at the gym, right? And so every time I come in, um, there's like this one guy, he's like huge sports guy. Um, comes in, he's like, Yeah, so basketball team's been trash. Like this person needs to get fired, this person needs to get replaced. Is he really he's, talking his shit in yeah, Barnes yes. like that? Well not even Barnes, I mean Ernie. Oh, Ernie. Yeah. Okay. He just comes More in. discreet. Yeah. <laughs> this was Barnes, bro, like report. Him. Oh, yeah, no, he is bad. He'd be like, Yeah, like this team sucks, da da da. I mean, like, to a certain extent I would say he's probably right, because I feel like we haven't been doing that well, but I mean it's whatever. Like, we're not, like, Villanova or nothing. So, I mean, it is. We're Syracuse, dude. The year before we got here, we were in the Sweet 16. Yeah, but we didn't do well in the Sweet 16. So, like. We got there. That's true. Like, that's true. Like, what isn't that enough to, like, about? have made it? Like, you know, like, put some respect on Top name, 16 you know? in the nation? That's an accomplishment. I mean, now look at us. <laughs> yeah, now look at us. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. I would say not, not a great weekend. Uh, very much would not do it again. We won yesterday, though, right? Uh, Boston College? I think we did. We did? I would hope we did. I don't, I don't know. I, is that, I why, people, know is that why people were here, like, all this weekend? Because, like, I live at the Sheraton, right? And that's a whole different That's story. a whole different conversation, yeah, they, <laughs> Like, is it like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? So, type? the thing is, right, I was supposed to live in Del Plain. <laughs> Are you living the Sweet Life? <laughs> no, I'm living, the, I'm living the silent life, bro. <laughs> like, I literally, I'm supposed to be in Del Plain, right? Sophomore year. Here's the best part, because, boom, I live across from Ernie. work at Ernie. All my friends live at Ernie, all on the same floor, because multicultural. I get an email, and they're like, yeah, so we over-admitted freshmen, we're kicking all sophomores out of Del Plain. And we're moving you guys into these five different things. Choose, and you might end up getting whatever you pick. Luckily, I ended up getting what I picked. Just the Sheraton is like, the Sheraton's a good place to stay as a hotel. It's not a good place to live. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when I'm just sitting there just chilling, 
and there's no lounge to go to. So I'm just stuck there in my open double. There's no space. There's like only a closet. I mean, the best part is we only have like, we have our own bathroom. Staff barely cleans it though. And it's like. You have a roommate? Yeah, yeah, I have a roommate. Oh, hell no. And there's like no room, bro. It's like. What? Imagine living, two people living in a hotel room. Yeah. You need to write about this. Like, I I know I should, right? Hey, all you people. Also, our AC is broken. Hey, all you people. Bro, like, you we, need to talk about this. Bro, we got our AC fixed like five times. And it still doesn't work. <laughs> like, we Yo, had to we buy We have AC to get Okay, fixed. yes, that's true. That is true. I mean. Sit here and cook. Yeah, and at least we don't have to use, like, communal bathrooms. I mean, yeah. The I think is there an nice. RA though? Like, uh, I don't know. I should have my own bathroom as an RA, but I had my own bathroom. As Ernie an RA has in, their own uh, bathroom. Uh, Lawrenson. You had your own bathroom in Lawrenson. Yeah. What? I was being an RA in Lawrenson. I only did it one semester. I think that tells you why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's but that. yeah, I hear that when it comes to freshmen, it is a. Actually, my kids were really good. It was just like a not a good semester for me, like emotionally, and I was like, I need to. I need to take a step back. Mm. I mean, you've been here for, yeah, like, you're a senior now, so how does it feel, like, I guess, being on campus for, like, four years now? Well, I actually just did, like, a year away. Oh, so yeah, like, that's true. I, I guess, yeah, I've been here for four years. You know, years. tell us about this while we have these Korean drinks that I don't know the actual name of, but he gave us as a gift, so. <laughs> All right, so, annyeonghaseyo, uh, jeonun, daewidimida. That's what I would typically say uh, when I get to places in Korea. That's You're going to have to, like, Korean text us the uh, translation of that. That's, like, basically, like, hey, what's up? I'm David. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is um, so good, by the way. But this is, like, a Korean pear juice brought to you by uh, South Korea. It's uh, something that I keep as, like, a keepsake and just, mm. like, my favorite juice to remind me of my time abroad. Um, study abroad is something I always dreamed of doing. Mm. And I talked about that with my advisor, like, yo, I got to go abroad. I thought I was going to Japan, and then like the panoramic happened, ah. and then uh, yeah, I had to pivot. Had yeah, to pivot. I mean, how did it feel like being like, how did it feel being like a year away though from like your home? Cause like I, I know for me, and I don't know like for Patrick, but like my freshman year, even just being in Syracuse, even though I'm still in the U.S., it's like, like, it's hard to be away from home for such a long time. And then, like, on the top of that, like, you're in a totally different country. So it's like people don't even speak, like, the language that, totally like, yeah. Like yeah, and then it's like you 100, I mean, I don't know if you have any family over there, but if you, yeah, obviously probably not. So, like, you're really in, like, the middle, like, nowhere, like, to you. So, like, you know, how does that even feel? Um, I mean, I grew up traveling. Like, my parents are from Cuba. My mom is uh -huh. from uh, Haiti. Dad is from Cuba. And, um... Yeah, like, this idea of, like, you can have family in other parts of the world or, like, we'll spend expended, extended periods of time, like, outside the country was something that wasn't so new to me. But to do it on this scale was something that was, like, oh, like, we're doing this. Um, I've grown up, like, being, like, very comfortable being by myself and, like, finding mm -hmm. solace in being by myself. But also, like, home, while it is a place that, like, I grew up and, like, has my family, like, I also have the capacity to create meaningful relationships elsewhere too mm. and so like while the initial parts were hard like letting people in building those like meaningful relationships like it's it can be that much more easy if you like are willing to put in the work for it mm. probably easier said than done but yeah that's, that's mad deep bro like that's so deep yeah. oh man like because i can't even like imagine that because like again like i haven't like went abroad but 
I just be sitting here um, in Syracuse, and it's like it's so hard to think of a life outside of the one that you had already like spent like most of your life like creating. So when you finally get into like um, a new place, it's like okay, I have to start over again. And so but like, is it starting over? I mean, I guess so because you lose all the safe progress from like your previous experience. The safe progress. <laughs> the safe progress. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I guess you say you don't lose yourself, right? But like. In a sense of you definitely lose the community that you have. Like, because even though you can call or FaceTime someone, it's not as the same as just having somebody there. You know what I mean? So, like, in that sense, it's like, all right, now I have to kind of rebuild a new community, like, around me in that area. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, even though, like, like cool, like, I have my friends here and everything, like, I can't take these people back home with me. So, it's like, I have different communities, like, in different places. So, I kind of understand that feel. But, yeah. How do you, what are your thoughts, Patrick? I really want to go abroad um, for that reason. I just, like, being here, it hasn't really felt that weird to me in terms of, like, being away from home because, like, like, it's still, like, driving distance, so it's not ridiculous. Um, and most of my family lives abroad. Um, most of my family lives in the U.K. So, like, it's not even super weird, like, it's weird when I get to see extended family for like a long period of time. So like even Cleveland, it's like just my siblings and my parents. So um, I'm, I'm excited to actually like go out. Into Wait, the where world. do you want to go, Patrick? I would like to go to London. That would be fun just cause I have family there already um, that I don't get to see enough. But um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know where else I would go. I'm thinking about Madrid just because, like, my Spanish. Spanish yeah, 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 and my Spanish That'll is already, like, getting a lot better, so I'm like, I might as well try to take the chance. But um, I guess we'll see where the wind takes me, you know what I mean? Vaya con Dios. But, yeah, indeed. And let's, C. let's go with God. C. Um, C. <laughs> C, bro. C, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the idea of just, like, traveling in general is pretty, like, I feel like it's pretty, like, eye-opening. Um, I think one of the like greatest things or greatest gifts that Syracuse has given me or even just college in general is the fact that like I get to meet people. Um, I don't think some people get the option to just really leave outside of their like uh, area as much or really see different types of people and different mindsets. I feel like that's helped me grow, grow a lot here, um, especially just like not even just seeing um, black people um, in general from different states, but just like different identities whether that's like sexual orientation whether you're like international and stuff like that different languages like the idea of meeting someone who speaks a different language as their native language is like so insane because it comes with like so many stories so many like different backgrounds like like you can meet people who think in spanish or think in these different languages like they don't think in english exactly like what is that how do you develop what like what are your thoughts like those are all things i've thought about too yeah, how did I feel like I guess trying to integrate into like more of that like culture then for In Korea? Yeah, because um, obviously you're the, more of the oddball. Like, almost definitely, yeah. I stand out like uh, tall black guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, um, I also got my hair done out there, which was fun. Oh but, really? Um, Damn. I think how how does it like feel to be that over there? Not even just that, but just like I guess being in like again like a place where it's like different people, like you know, like how does it feel kind of? You're always going to, I think, stand out no matter where you go. 
Like, I think people will always find ways to, like, look at you for something. But mm. I think Korea was, like, a like a heightened version of that in that, yo, it, nobody looks like me. Um, I used it to my advantage. I mean, like, there are pros and cons to it. Like, I could never disappear. Whereas I think here I could just, like, put on a hoodie. Like, no one will bother me. Mm. No one will bother me in Korea, but I still know people are looking. Yeah, man. And it's that I can never really disappear. And that's okay. But also, like, if I don't know something, people are more than willing to, like, help me out. Because mm. I could always play the foreigner card. You know damn well I'm not from here. So, yeah. like, use that to my advantage. And then whenever I did try to speak Korean, people were, like, always, like, so, like, welcoming. Like, super happy mm. when I did because it showed I was trying. But then I think there is that you'll never really be Korean, no matter how hard you try. Like, mm. my Korean can be flawless, but I don't look the part. Yeah. And so it's, like, I'll never be able to just fully integrate. And that's okay. Like, not trying to. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to, like, get a taste of the experience. Did you, like, I guess, what did you learn from it, like, over there? Like, what was your wise thing? Like, I was it even, like, an eye-opening experience? Almost definitely, bro. It's first off, humbling because, remember, I was supposed to study abroad in Japan. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, like, I just planned stuff out. And, like, that was, like, a big wrench in my, like, my plan yeah. here at Syracuse. And so it was humbling to, like, go to a place that I wasn't prepared for. Because I was... I think I was prepared for Japan, but I was in no way prepared for Korea. And to just kind of let that experience unfold, uh, I think my biggest takeaway was being okay with the unknown. Like, mm. not everything is going to go my way. Um, feeling the energy of a place, because every place, I think, has energy. And, like, how are you tapping into that? Um, like I'm a big anime guy so like I think these are themes that we see in these shows yeah. but, like Avatar like I think in one episode he just like connects with the earth and like feels it and is like he can feel everything happening around him like feel what, what's happening around you mm. and like the universe is trying to give you like a sign but like are you hearing it and are you like listening to its call mm. Damn, bro. <laughs> what the hell? Like, you you sound very poetic, like, in the way you speak. Like, have you always kind of been like that? Um, I think that might have been something that developed over time. Me and my dad, my family in general, I think, are very, like, articulate and, like, expressive with our thoughts. Mm. But I think I've been fortunate to, like, have teachers and mentors. Like, bro, like, I might have walked in this room by, like, by myself or with y'all. But, like, I want you to know, like, there's other people with me that I carry mm. and that this David that's in front of you is only like a product because so many people poured into me. Do you feel like it's like a need to like, well, I wouldn't say like give back, but like, um, do you feel, yeah, I guess, yeah, like there's a need to give back or is it kind give of like back. you moving forward like in your life and being successful was kind of like a thanks to them? Most definitely. Like, I'm not, I, I didn't do this by myself, nor will mm -hmm. I ever claim to have done it by myself. Um, and just as like people have poured into me, like, of course I'm going to pour in other people because I didn't get here alone. How do you feel about that, Patrick? You look very... I think that's really cool. Um, I think that's something that doesn't get... Like, people don't talk about enough is just, like, how much the people around you can affect who you are, how you think about things, the decisions you make. Um, I think that for certain people that is like a massive part of who they, I mean, I think for everybody it's a massive part of who they are, but I think for some people it's just like, I don't know. It's, they really like take that to heart and they like, if you can recognize that, I think that's a really cool thing. So 
there's a book I read over the summer, and it was called The Four Agreements. I don't know if you, you read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, the first agreement was um, something about the... No, that was the second one. The first one was um, the having an impeccable word. Mm. Yeah. So, like, I guess when it comes to, like, those type of things, like, the way we speak and the way we treat people, like, very much has, like, a lasting impact on people, which is why, um, for me personally, I tend to just, like, I would rather actively, like, be more kind to people because, like, I realize the, the power of also listening to people is, like, insane. Like, like there's so many things that, like, people perspective-wise, like, see differently. Like, you could be a basketball player and everyone thinks you're cool, and then you meet the one person that just likes to, like, I don't know, maybe drive cars or something like that, and they don't care about you at all, right? They don't care about whatever sport. And I think that's so powerful because when people start to talk about their own interests, who they are as people, like, it's good to just sit back and listen. Because mm. sometimes, like, people don't have those people that allow them to, like, listen to them just because they're not like popular or whatever mm. so it's just like stuff like that um i think is definitely powerful and just good energy to put into the world too but yeah oh. that's that's my thoughts on that <laughs> um this was not supposed to be that deep <laughs> I, I love i love conversations like this yeah no but i mean um since you studied abroad and everything now like you're a senior do you feel like you're ready to like graduate i feel like that's something very much uh a lot of people are scared to do yeah. like uh, that. Talk to other seniors. It's like, dang, like life starts now for real, for real. Are we ever really ready though? Like mm. <laughs> answering a question <laughs> with a question, like, like no, nah, that mm, was crazy. Like, 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 was I ready to go to college when like I graduated high school? Yeah, like, you just gotta jump into you it. Just, and yeah, you figure yeah, it out. Like, like, how do I know how the water is until I jump in? And like, yeah. I'm gonna try my best and like whatever like facet of my life that i'm in yeah. am i ready for what comes next i don't know maybe yeah huh maybe <laughs> <laughs> but like i know that i'm gonna head into it like doing my best um do i know like what job do i have no do i have any offers no like, do you know what you want to do yeah most definitely i want to work in film and tv okay yeah. that's dope do you know like what specifically or? yeah like i'm gonna do writing acting directing like that's the space i want to head into like real uh, creative side most definitely i mean i grew up doing theater like oftentimes. Okay. Oh, like, okay. Wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Well, please, bro. Oh, <laughs> not him asking the shows. <laughs> no, you right. can't skip past that. So, bro. like, I guess I got discovered by like my drama teacher when I was like ten. Okay. And uh, like she put me in like little Christmas pageants, hmm. but then like I really got like my start in like high school. Like I did shows like The Great Gatsby. Oh, okay. Um, could you guess who I, Could you guess who I played? Were you Gatsby? I was. Oh, okay. No, bro. No, I, okay. I kid you not. Okay, side note. So, I I'm black and Hispanic. Mm. My high school is like black and Hispanic. Okay. A lot of our teachers are Hispanic. It's day one of the show. I'm Jay Gatsby. Like I'm about to make my debut mm -hmm. outside. Like all these Spanish people are like watching me. White Hispanic people. Oh, okay. Curtains open. I, I'm walking. They can't see the staircase though, and like I emerge from the staircase, and you hear this like older Spanish lady. I, un negrito. Oh God. I think is I know negrito is not like a bad, it's, but yeah, you, yeah, it's the just context, like, damn, bro. The context. It's, and my teacher oh. the next day was like, "Did you hear that?" And I was like, "Maybe." Oh, God, dang. Um, so okay, yeah, that's bad. I mean, I also kind of had a similar experience in the sense of, like, 
So my school was like I did like theater in middle school and kind of in high school. Um, but in middle school we did Fame, um, but we did like Fame Junior. Oh, uh, fame Junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fame Junior. So basically, my school's like all white. Um, so me being the only black, actually no, uh, there was only three black cast members um, on there, and I played Tyrone Jackson. Not Tyrone, bro. The only black character on there, and he was illiterate, and he's the only character in the show that doesn't sing. He raps. Like, I, I, I feel like we connected. I, like, how was your that. rap? How was the rap? Was it a the, fire rap? The thing is, they cut out the rap because he curses in the rap, so we didn't. Not y'all. So, you I, didn't even get the rap no, as a stereotypical black guy. Because no. I got to rap as a stereotypical black That's guy crazy. in the musical. I came into like literally my first entrance into the show. I'm late to class, and then like they exposed like how I can't read and stuff, and I'm like illiterate. And I'm like years later, I think back to it, I'm like. Damn, like I really played the illiterate black guy who can rap. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. My character could read and write. Could read and write, and yeah. They, and they let me say the rap too, but it didn't curse though. See, you know, Black History Month, we need to change things. Come on, put up. <laughs> yeah. You know, Patrick gave me a dollar for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. He gave me his my, his, uh, his reparations. I have not gotten yeah. any reparations this month. Yeah, shaking my head, Patrick. Did you tell him Happy Black History Month? Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> are you gonna get? Are you gonna give me my dollar for? for <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be walking around campus, and everybody's just gonna be asking me for a dollar. Hey, y'all, contact your, you know, your white friend and ask for your reparations. Yeah. See what happens. I find that meme like so funny now because it's just like, geez, like. <laughs> But it also is like I think it's kind of cool in the sense of like all right cool like we've come to a point where like I think like ethnicities and races are definitely coming a lot more together than before. I mean mm-hmm. like obviously back in the nineties, you know, it our relationship would be very different. <laughs> but um, I digress. Uh, back to what you were saying earlier about being a senior and like not being ready uh, mm-hmm. to graduate or whatever. Not graduate. Um, being ready for life. Like um, yeah, I'll let you continue if you remember. Where did where did we even leave off? Like, oh, like what comes next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to tell you I'm gonna be in LA and I'm gonna be like pursuing my dreams and like mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do. But again, like I think so much of like my lived experiences have been you can plan so much for something and then like just totally get derailed. And like I thought I was going to Japan and I ended up in Korea. I could think that I'm going to LA and might get an awesome opportunity in New York, Atlanta. I don't know. But all I know is like I'm gonna just try. What do you like ideally want to do though? Like, um, like if I could have it my way and it'll happen. Yeah. All right, universe, can you hear me? I'm about to yes. start. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you, Patrick. The universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So I can have it my way and it's gonna happen. I'm moving to LA. I just got casted in like a hit TV show, mm-hmm. and um, I also like have sitcom been or drama. Drama, okay. definitely drama. I mean, I definitely do. Co- I could try comedy, but like, I feel like a okay. like drama, yeah. And um, like, and I'm also writing and getting to like pitch this and like making my own shows too. Mm. Um, but like, if I had to, I guess choose one first, it'd be like acting. Mm, that's dope. Yeah. And Issa Rae, Viola Davis, Shonda Rhimes. If you ever see this, I'm ready for you. <laughs> Look, we've been hoping to try to get DJ Khaled on the show, bro. Bro, could you imagine? Could you imagine? We talk. We the best music. We talk so another much. one. We talk about DJ Khaled all the time. Do you? Yes. <laughs> I, I had a phase where like I was a big like 
supporter of no, DJ Khaled. See, we're not a supporter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I only liked him because he had the thing, the major key alert. Okay, so I used yeah. it for like my presidential like elections in high school, and I was like, major key alert, vote for David Barbier. Oh, okay, like, that's dope. That's dope. That's it. Yeah, no, it wasn't like is... I follow him religiously or anything. No, he's not a believer in the uh, DJ Khaled because no. DJ Khaled dropped this album last year, right? Okay. So, Bro, he's trying to win some Grammys tonight. Yeah, he's nominated for the Grammys. Um, it's uh, not happening. Yeah, if we <laughs> get into that, but. Um, no, but my question is mostly like, okay, so, and say instead what happens is you end up being more of like, um, like a person who just teaches acting instead of acting yourself. Like, um, do you feel like that would still provide you with like happiness at the end of the day? I mean, I've never really thought of myself as like going into teaching. I always thought if I don't act, it'll be like writing and directing. Mm-hmm. Or even just like alternative, like like, like alternative, like let's say all of that just yeah work. yeah like say you end up like doing something totally um, opposite. Like I mean, like, do you feel like um it would like fill you with happiness? Like if I think if I feel as if the people that I'm working with are taking away from my teachings, then yeah, because ultimately I just want to leave people feeling like they can be their most authentic self. Mm. So like if I can teach people to like feel comfortable with their form of storytelling, then yeah, mm, that's dope. Because I know like. I tend to like have a lot of conversations with my friends about like the um the concept of like mediocrity, right? Mm-hmm. Or like what we define as mediocrity cuz there's like um a lot of people can say, "Okay, cool. Um here, I want to get a job that makes a lot of money." And I'm like, "All right, so what if you only make like an average salary but you're still like obviously living by yourself, you're still getting your bills paid and everything." And just like, "Eh, yeah, but like I want to make like mad money." And me, I always kind of say like I think it's like okay to just be like mediocre, mediocre, quote unquote. That is you saying that like it's okay, or that you're okay with it. Maybe I think I think it should kind of go both ways. Like I'm okay with it, but I think in some ways like it should be okay. And what I mean by like being mediocre, not in the sense of like complacency, yeah. but like if you genuinely try and just like things don't go your way, like I don't think that's like wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Or that makes you, like, unsuccessful in a way. Because it's, like, at the end of the day, like, I mean, isn't, like, being happy supposed to be successful? But I don't know. Maybe that's just a moral, theoretical thing, you know? No, I think me and my mentor had a conversation similar to that. And she was just essentially saying that, like, you can't expect, like, every facet of your life to, like, replicate the success of you successes you've had previously. And so, like, you have to be okay with, like, you might not win next time. And, like, how do you handle that? Um... Like, maybe, I don't know, like, you just, maybe the next phase might suck. It might be really awesome, though. But, like, I have to be okay with, like, okay, everything I've done until now has been awesome. And maybe the next thing might not be as shiny, but can still make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been actively thinking about, like, what are, like, the little wins that I can, like, create for myself? When I don't have this, like, oh, I go to Syracuse or I do this anymore, you know? Like, what is actually fulfilling me? Mm. Um, and I don't know what that looks like yet. I'm still figuring that out. What do you think, Patrick? What are your thoughts? I know you're I also a man of. I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a man of few words uh, when it comes to these things. But um, yeah, like I guess what would you? Because I know you um, want to go into like music uh, video directing and like directing. I'm not trying to like direct that. music videos. That's way too stressful. But um, I know like Cole Bennett, Cole Bennett ish type stuff. He's great. I don't know. Uh, I don't oh, know has if it I changed now? All that. I'm just, that's so much stress, all of that. But who knows? I don't know. Um, I don't really like, 
I don't feel like I really like there's any one job that I'm like, oh, I need that to be happy or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I think I care way more about okay, like who's around me, who have I surrounded myself with, who do I get to like experience things with on a daily basis. That's all that like I feel like I really need. So, like, like job wise, as long as I have something to like make sure my family is set, I'm cool. Like, of course, I would love to have a job that I love, but at the end of the day, like, I'd be way happier knowing that I have a like loving, supportive family than like, oh, I'm dumb rich, but like nobody really like gives a fuck yeah, yeah i don't know how many times people have like told me like oh well you know like you're gonna have to struggle and i'm like the money's gonna come like i'm doing the thing that like i actually love doing like mm-hmm. i'm not concerned about like what's my starting salary i'm just like yeah i'll be your assistant like yeah i'll do this like this work because mm-hmm. like it's contributing to like me being in the place that like in the stories that i get to tell like if you do what you love i think the money will follow mm-hmm. um I've always felt like anything I ever needed, I got it at the time I needed it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as I shift into this next phase, like, I'm not looking like, oh, like, I need the highest offer possible. No, am I doing the thing that is, like, contributing to my dream? Will Smith says in his book, his memoir, like, it can be overwhelming to think about your dreams. But just like the summers he spent building brick walls with his dad, he just focuses brick by brick. So that's what I'm doing, focusing brick by brick. And it doesn't really stress you out a lot. I know, like, I the know. future tends to stress people out. I can't lie. I say I don't get stressed sometimes. Like, if I really get, like, caught up and thought about it. But, like, also grounding myself in, like, mm, I think we've done pretty good thus far, though. Mm. And, like, I won't allow some, like, reality that doesn't exist yet to take away from, like, what we've already done. That's true. I think, like, um, for me, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, especially uh, surrounded in a place where it's, like, you can see a lot of success from just, like, random like people that you like seeing in the community like um or you could just see like basically just like yeah you could see random success like things like dang like i could have been doing that and like you know what i mean or like oh they went here like ah oh, man i wish i was going here um you can see that a lot however like i think i've started to learn to like take pride in just like the small things i do whether they become like huge or not like for example just like this podcast Every, this podcast yeah, is this huge. Podcast. <laughs> I want you to, like, I'm so happy that I'm, I'm here. Oh, no, thank we you. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate no. you being here. Genuinely, like, um, we, I very much take pride in the fact that, like, we have something that we kept going. I think uh, a lot of times, like, projects start to, like, go off and then they kind of die out just because, like, um, dang, people, like, you feel like you're not getting anywhere with something, but um, just small things, like, um, or maybe big things, uh, you know, the way you see them perspective-wise, it's like, wow, we're really here, and this is, like, our, what, like, 11th, 12th episode, we really did a performance, like, a Tiny Desk thing, like, this is dope, like, even if, like, we don't have, like, DJ Khaled watching, <laughs> um, you That's know, okay, dude. It's still, like, yeah, it's mad dope, she so, does like, not need to watch this. <laughs> it's just not, <laughs> DJ Khaled would not like her episode. <laughs> oh my god we trashed on that album so bad (laughs) oh man but yeah no i definitely maybe maybe i should title this episode taking pride in your passion or something i don't know maybe that's too corny i don't think patrick agrees (laughs) (laughs) you know i always name the name the uh the episodes you should maybe yeah maybe you should name them we'll see because i'm the poetry guy you should call this episode dreams and nightmares dreams and night oh my Mm. god (laughs) 
that's actually dope i like that yeah it's set now no yeah um i think like a lot of that stuff is like very deep uh this is probably one of our like most like i don't know deepest like episodes i would 100 percent say because like we usually like we don't really get this deep into like life no. per se oh it's just the guest episodes because yeah. when it's just me and you we talk about bullshit like. yeah but that's because like that's kind of like the point of like the show is like you know it's college like like yeah. a lot of a lot of things people talk about is like it's bullshit. cool though it's but, cool just yeah. hearing like what really drives other people yeah, like last episode through. we have um we were talking about the concept of like we're all like, well, I'm about to be 20 next month. Um, Congrats. And then, thank you. And then Crazy. Patrick will be 20 soon as well. Um, and You guys are still teenagers. Yeah, I know. I'm 19. <laughs> we're still young. We were talking about like, dang, like once we get in our 20s, we can get married. So like, we're talking about more like the concept of like love. Like the person that you're messing with now or like dating or whatever, like you could genuinely marry them if things go right. Like you while could. you're in your 20s. So like that was a huge thing we were talking about last um, y'all want to get married in your twenties? Uh, I mean, I, I'm supporting. You know, whatever y'all want, whatever make you happy. I don't make know, me cause happy. people do though. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people from my high school, um, that were seniors are like now married with kids. Married with kids? They're like 26, 27 now. Like married with kids. And it's crazy. I'm like, dang. Like life really does start soon. Like life's. I mean, life starts. I guess life yeah. is happening right now. And, like, how you choose to live that life is, like, you, bro. Like, people could have a kid right now here in Syracuse. That is... Like, yeah. you act like that's not, like, a possibility. <laughs> that is true. That is um, true. Like, to, s- to say that, you know, like, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, to say that life will happen after. Like, no, ha- life is happening right now. It's just happening within the confines of Syracuse. And then I think it becomes so much more grander once mm. we leave. And then we really do have such, like, exponential freedom to do whatever we want. Mm. Like... Your life does not have to be dictated by what some 26-year-old kids are doing who went to your high school. It's whatever (laughs) you want it to be. That is true. So if you want to get married in your 30s and have a kid, you could. If you want to get married right after graduation and have a kid, you could. Because that's your business. Mm. Get married tomorrow. You could. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, people take our, like, actions more seriously now that we're, like, about to be 20 and everything. Well, you're already 20. I'm 22. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you can drink. I don't drink alcohol, though. Well, you have the ability. You, you can legally, you. legally do that. You know, I was having a similar conversation about this. Is like, oh my God, like when I turn twenty one, like I can do all these things. And I'm like, bro, I'm twenty two. I don't do like shit. Like, mm-hmm. I've never smoked before. I feel like most, never, like I don't. Most people that I talk to that are like twenty one, twenty two, like that's when it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Like most people who like enjoy doing that kind of thing, like going out, drinking, whatever, like in high school and in college before they turn twenty one. Like, at least the people that I talk to, once they turn 21, it's like, yeah, I'm kind of over it now. Like, it, it was fun, but now it's just kind of whatever. I think there was, like, a little bit of, like, forbiddenness to it because mm, yeah. you were underage. And it was like, yeah. oh, we're, like, sneaking around. But, like, that was never me, though. So <laughs> yeah. I was always on the outside of that shit. Yeah, Good I think. Yeah, no, I honestly, <laughs> I find, like, the biggest scam that we learned in, like, school was, like, people, like, peer pressure was a lot stronger than like I mean, maybe maybe it is maybe it's just my personal experience but was a lot stronger than how they made it in like school like with those like videos where it's like people are acting like they'll beat you up if you don't oh, like yeah. dude i'm like bro like i i mean i don't know maybe other people experienced it i've never experienced that usually if you're like yeah i don't drink like people are like all right cool whatever mm-hmm. like i don't care but you know eh. i don't i i think like people have like like to each their own so like but i get what you mean though you brought up earlier, like, love 
what do you think like college love is college love? yeah like college love is to you well see that's what i was like kind of trying to say earlier where it's like now that we're like getting old in your like, 20s yeah in your 20s like people take that more seriously i guess because my mother's like if you're in love in high school that's just puppy love right because like i guess being what 14 to 18 like you don't really know what love is because you haven't been through harder life struggles and then still stay together so like so you test that love is what yeah she is. yeah like you haven't really been through the test of love because like you guys get to see each other every day in school you guys don't have the worries of like other life stresses that keep you apart whether that's like job placements locations whatnot um so it's like when you come to college love it's like well i mean is it really that same thing because it's like well now we say we're both seniors and we're still together then it's like does that mean our love is not the same? Mm. Like, I mean, we're both 22 adults. We know what is going to be coming next. Well, we think we know where it's coming next. So, mm. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I kind of put it, I don't really know what to define college love as. I mean, you've been with your girl since high school, so. Yo, good yeah. stuff. I feel like you have yeah. a better answer than I do. I don't know, like, how to answer that question, though. Like, what do I think college love is? It's weird for me because, like, it's a long-distance relationship, so. Like, I'll see her once a month, tops. Like, obviously, we'll talk on the phone, but I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I don't think it's even, like, super different from high school other than, like, we're apart from each other. I think, honestly, it's been more fun, like, the farther that, like, it's fun dealing with, like, more adult or more, like, real life things with her or just, like with somebody else like for anybody mm-hmm. personally like that's how it's been for me like because in high school like at the start it definitely is like puppy love like you said but like the more like shit that you guys go through like either in your own lives or together like i think it it speaks a lot when two people can like get through certain things like that together so i don't know I don't know if that answered the question, but wow, that's, that, that, I just love to hear people talk about love. Cause yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, when will that be me? I mean, damn. I think, for, damn. <laughs> damn, damn, I know, damn. Oh, uh, it's about to be Valentine's Day, bro. Like, you ain't got no Valentine's. I ain't got no Valentine's, bro. Dang, yo, damn. damn bad this year. Ladies, when you see this, come and give David a Valentine's a gift or something. Give me a hug. It'll be a rough day. Thanks. <laughs> no, um, All my friends say Valentine's Day is the worst day of the year when you're single. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, why? Like, how long have you been in your relationship? Three and a half years. I don't think it's the worst day of the year. I just think if you're not in a relationship, it's just weird. It's just awkward. Yeah. Because it's like, there's who the hell am I telling Happy Valentine's Day to? It's just like. But like, think about how many people are single for Valentine's Day. Like, I don't think it's that weird. Because like, yeah, sure, there are people like in relationships, but there are a ton of people who aren't. Like, but I, I think it's the like the dramatization of Valentine's Day and like just how much commercials and like merch is like generated for this holiday, this manufactured holiday. And it's like when you were not participatory in it, it's just like damn. Bro, it's a scam though. Like honestly, scam. like <laughs> are you just saying Are you gonna get you something wanna, for your girl for Valentine's Day? Yeah, All right then. then. You're in the scam too. You're bro. in the scam. <laughs> yeah, it's not an optional one. <laughs> 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 It's not an optional one, but, um, yeah, like, I 
anniversaries, birthdays, all that great. Valentine's Day, like now you're just like adding shit to add shit. Like <laughs> it's an appreciation but, of your partner. Day. It's great, yeah. That's but like, is. why can't you do that like consistently? Consistently, like every day. Why do you need a day to show love? Period. Get into it. I didn't yeah. say all that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's all I got. No, me. I mean. I don't know. I think you Valentine's Get your little shawty of Valentine's Day soon? No, I did. I did. Aww. See, I got her. Well, actually, no. I don't want to spoil it. So, <laughs> I'm not going to say Yeah, my, um, I don't know. My girl's, like, that situation was, like, totally different from his. Because he's, like, you said three and a half years. We're about to be, like, 11 months this month. Yo, congrats. Yeah, I know. People are like, oh, my God, you're still together and you're in college? It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, stop <laughs> like, praying on our downfall. <laughs> like, Just because yeah. your relationship didn't work out doesn't mean, like, mine has to follow yeah, suit. Like, I actually, we actually like each other. I'm not going to cheat on her. But, um, yeah, no, I think that situation, like, mine was kind of different because when you talk about, like, defined college love, like, I, me and her were, like, really good friends. And then, like, we just ended up liking each other just because I felt like we did a lot. said who made the move first? Who articulated the the feelings first? Um, Her. Me and my girl were friends, like, talking about love. uh, Me and my girl were friends. And I think, like, after we realized that, like, we did a lot of things that we um, very much appreciated for each other. Like, she would make me a playlist. I wrote her a poem once and stuff like that. You wrote her a poem, bro. I know. You knew you was feeling how okay, you were that so poem, bro. She says that every time. I'm like, nah, bro. I just like, I'm just being nice. People speak with their actions, dude. Maybe, maybe. Oh damn. But yeah, and then we ended up getting together because she was like, you weren't getting my hints. And then like, um, we were at it was the the Alpha's party last year, and she gave me a kiss on the cheek, and I was like, oh, maybe she does like me. And she was like, finally. But yeah, so <laughs> we got together after that. Oh, we've been together since. Good stuff, bro. Yeah, no, thank you, thank you. But David, I have one uh, last question to ask you, though. Talk to me. So I told you before we got on the episode, my dad was a fan of your channel because, like... He's a fan of Rising David? He's a fan of Rising David. Whoa, bro. Literally, all, me and my friends, like, we call you Rising David. <laughs> Just, Wait, your friends know who I am? Yeah, of course. Bro. I think, like... I don't think like you. Everybody knows. Yeah, I don't think are. you realize how famous like you are when it comes to like Syracuse students. Because when you look up, okay, like Syracuse dorm or Syracuse things like that you need for your dorm or whatever. Like you're the first thing that pops up. Like you gave like such an amazing vlog of like the entire like school what to expect and all that. Like I don't think you realize like how many people have watched like your stuff. So like tell me a little bit about like Rising David. Yeah, Rising David. Rising David was born my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. As I realized, I was like getting ready for like this transition for college. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that like I could look back on and like I guess see progress. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like I was feeling really sentimental. I was just like, damn, I think it's the final moments of high school. I want to look back on this and appreciate it. Um, but I really struggled with the name because I was like, what do I call this channel? Like names I thought about were like just David. Um, I can't even remember like. I think I might have entertained King David at one point, but I didn't like I didn't like those. Um, and like finally, like some point, like rising, I think came up in my head, and I was just like, hmm, rising every year, like constantly rising to the occasion, rising past the previous David. So essentially, trying to outdo myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, how do we keep rising then? Um, and that that's sort of where like rising David was born thought about changing it like got it getting to Syracuse but 
I was just like, no, like Rising David is like who I am. It's like, a, I guess, a, a part of myself. Mm. Uh, and I kept it. And then I think getting to Syracuse, it was about when I had looked up Syracuse, I hadn't seen anyone who looked like me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, what are things that I would have liked to see while I was like looking at Syracuse? So I was doing the little, you know, awkward dorm tours or the little, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, top 10 things for your dorm. Um, and then I think I think one of my, my most popular videos was, um, like, I think, what's one thing you wish you knew at the beginning of the semester? Yeah, and yeah. I think that for me was probably still one of, like, the most, my most favorite videos I've done. Because it was just so much fun to just have all my friends and, like, people that I knew on campus at the time just come on and, like, give these words of wisdom that I think you could mm-hmm. look back on right now and I think still appreciate. Um, and it was just about creating stuff that like, yo, people people really find value in this. Yeah, it's crazy. Literally, like, I kid you not, like my mom genuinely watched your top 10 things yeah. and like bought some of this stuff. Really? Like, yeah, like the pods yeah. and everything. Like we dead ass like bought, like the, like everything you said on it. It was crazy. Like, I think, yeah, like sometimes I guess you never really know how much like mm-hmm. you really do genuinely help people out. Like it's it's I don't know. It's I've, so funny. I've had kids DM me and they're like, I I go to Syracuse now like because of you. Oh or yeah. Like, I chose I chose Syracuse because like you showed me like I can be like a black guy at Syracuse. Our last guest literally is like I went to Syracuse because of David. No, yeah. really? Yeah, she was like, the one yeah, she's like I watched his videos and I was like I wanted to go to Syracuse, and I was like, Aww. bro, like I know is that like that's insane though, like like you genuinely are like changing people's lives, like. Isn't that not, like, crazy? Like, I don't know. I think that's such a huge thing. I felt like I had, like, so I'm a posse scholar. So, like, I always got to, I got to ask questions to people who went here beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yo, like, I had that. I don't I guess, like, how, do, how can I pass that on, like, other people? So, like, if people DM me and, like, I have time, like, I will sit down and, like, talk to them. Like, mm-hmm. I had a full interview with this kid, like, last semester. And, like, he just asked me a bunch of questions about Syracuse. And I'm like, I had the time to do it. So, I was like, why not? Someone, like did it for me and like made me feel like I could come here if I could help someone out like why not because I hope then the people that maybe I impacted will do it for someone else so I hope that girl will like talk to someone about Syracuse or just her college experience and inspire them to do it and I hope that kid that I talked to maybe he does come to Syracuse maybe he doesn't but I hope Mm. he takes away from the conversation that like he can really do anything he puts his mind to hopefully our podcast can uh, (laughs) maybe make people feel more at home in Syracuse maybe Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe our DJ Khaled talks. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming because of DJ Khaled. We the best podcast. We the, we the, yo, that'd be crazy if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, can keep man. that. We don't need <laughs> <laughs> No, but, like, I I even remember, like, my first time, like, meeting you. Like, I was with my roommate. I'm like, yo, it's Rising David, bro. We got to get a picture. And then like, we, like, ran up to you. like, yo, like, you're Rising David. Like, can we get a picture? You're like get a picture like like you're like i'm that famous and i'm like yeah bro like we watch your videos all the time da, da, da. he was like yeah sure you were like an orientation leader at the time mm. you're like letting people get in line so i guess you like was like very busy but you're like oh okay like i guess you didn't expect like no people, like <laughs> no. it's not it's like a, like i appreciate like the videos and like i i made them for a reason but i guess i don't really take time to process maybe just how people are watching it or like how it might impact them if that makes sense yeah I sent that to my dad. He's like, oh, snap. He's, that's David from the YouTube video. I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, it's really him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm, I'm glad your dad is. He likes the content. Yeah, of course. He's gonna love this episode. He's probably gonna actually like watch the entire. You should thing. send him a selfie of us and be like, like, what's up, pops? No, yeah, or like his, his date. Hang <laughs> out with your boy tonight. No, but thank you for coming on the show. Like, definitely a very, I feel like a very deep, very impactful like um, episode um, for like the people who listen to. Like, uh, do you have any opinions, Patrick? No, just to add on to that, uh, all that Rising David stuff. I remember when I visited here, I didn't take a tour or anything because it was during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, it was just me and my mom. We drove up, visited, and we stayed in the Sheridan. I remember my mom getting mad at me for like not going to bed earlier because I was just staying up watching like every Rising David video wow. I could. Like, <laughs> I was really like trying to take in like the whole campus. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm here now. Like, I can see oh, uh, where he was standing there. That was like wow. on Marshall Street or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know if I would say you're the reason I came here, but like, I don't need to be. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I I very vividly remember watching like every rising david video yeah. um when i was still doing research so i just gotta also just give credit to like the youtubers who like i looked at while i was like mm -hmm. looking at i don't really remember any names there was this girl like margo lee and like yo like her videos on cues like pretty much what you did like i look at all her videos again it's like sorority girl life very different from like my experience oh, yeah. but it, was, like, it was giving me a glimpse into like this world that i was heading into um mm -hmm. and i just knew that like one thing I wanted to contribute to was like, yo, I don't see anybody who looks like me doing videos like this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it so maybe someone else can like, oh snap, there are black people at Syracuse, yeah. and like, oh snap, maybe I can too. Mm. So, no, thank that's you, awesome. thank you for helping. Like, I guess all the new people, and like, I don't know if people like still. Um, I had a kid at the gym look at me and was like, "Are you?" Are oh, you is David? the freshman is still watching. That's dope. Because like, you think like after like years ago, like. You know, I don't know if people still watch, but no, if people still do, still yeah, then, yeah. you know, that's super dope. Like, so thank you for the Syracuse community, helping out the Syracuse community, helping out the Syracuse University. Um, thank you for coming on our podcast. Uh, we really enjoyed, like, talking with you. And we enjoy these drinks. These are fire. Like, I'm glad you liked it, and, and thank you all for having me. Like, I had a blast. No, of course, yeah. Like, well, um, definitely you got to come to the tiny dorm, like, next I time would, we have one. I would one. love to have an invite to the tiny dorm. But, yeah, like, any last remarks? No, no, that's all I got. Any last remarks from you, fun. David? Um, my parting words to the people. Parting words, yes. This place can be whatever you want it to be, but you kind of have to take the initiative to make it that. And so if you want something, go after it. If you need support, ask for it. If you want something, go get it. Um, I try to do that, and I want you to know that like, if no one's told you, I believe in you. I believe in you. Well, with that being said, thank you for joining us on the podcast. That's anything but the norm. Here to have combos only found in your dorm. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>